Wyman and Bob. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports. Welcome back to the Wyman and Bob Show. Mike Lefko with you. Joined now by Seahawks linebacker Devin Bush on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. Devin, how's it going today? Good. How you doing? We're doing well. Uh, excited to have you on here. Excited to start talking about a game because it feels like when you guys don't play on Sundays, it feels like a long time between games. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure it must have been nice, though. How did it feel to have uh, a mini bye week? Yeah, it was good. I mean, we got a chance to really, you know, just, you know, chill. And because, you know, we had two back-to-back Thursday games, so it was quick turnarounds. So, I mean, we got a chance to, you know, get healthy, you know, take some days off, recruit, uh, and just look forward to what we got ahead of us. Yeah, when you get an opportunity like this to uh, have a few extra days, do you recover? Do you do anything fun? Or is it just, hey, I need to prepare because we have more games and more weeks coming up that, you know, are going to be a grind? Uh, I think you do all three in moderation, um, knowing you know, the whole reason that you that you thinking like that is because you got those games ahead. So, you know, in the midst of you having fun, you better be recovering at the same time. So it's all like a mixture in three. <laughs> uh, did you get to sit around and, and watch the NFL? Was it nice to kind of be oh, well, a, a definitely, fan? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sunday night, Monday night, and, um, you know, just to be with the fam, you know, probably go hit some eat, eating spots, you know, probably get a massage or two. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of fun. All right, so I think we had the same Sunday then. But when you're, <laughs> when you're watching, when you're watching guys around the league that you might know or, you know, from a player perspective, are you watching, like I'm watching, like, hey, this is fun? Are you kind of analyzing guys and seeing what you can pick up or maybe what you learned from other teams? Uh, it was great to be able to watch that matchup with the, um, San Fran and the um, Eagles because, you know, we got those teams back-to-back. So, you know, to see those teams clash, you already know that, um, in that game, you know, they're they're bringing their A game on both sides and, you know, they're going to put their best stuff out there on film. So, I mean, anytime you can, you know, you get that kind of look from a, from a different perspective, you know, you know, it definitely is it's fun. But at the same time, you also watching, you know, just the mannerisms of, of, of guys that you know or guys that you know you're going to compete against. Yeah, that's interesting. So I need, I know when you guys, you know, watch film and you go back and watch an opponent, you're not watching necessarily the actual game broadcast. We have different angles. You have the commentary. Do you think you learn more or do you learn something differently when you watch from that perspective of, hey, this is how the entire picture of the game is being painted? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's no noise. Um, like you said, there's different angles. And, you know, with only with the broadcasting, you know, you got commercials and cut-ups and edits and stuff. So with the... You know, it's all cool and all, but, you know, for for guys like us, you know, we want to see the side view, we want to see the back view, you want to see close up, you know. So um, that definitely, you know, you definitely pick up on a lot of different stuff than the TV copy. Okay, so you were talking about the 49ers, and we know you guys just played them a couple weeks ago. Then you got to watch them against the Eagles. What uh, what has changed from when you saw them on the field on Thanksgiving, or what's the same? What, what kind of was your big takeaway from seeing this Niners team again? Uh, they're a team that you got to go beat uh, all four quarters. Um, you you, you got to respect this team, you know, just because of, of what they bring to the game on both sides. Um, so it's 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 a more of a thing of you know divisional. We know you, you know us. Roll the ball out there, and whoever's the better team on Sunday is going to get the win. So that's what it comes down to. You know, it's nothing special we got to do. It's nothing special that they got to do. You know, either the Seattle Seahawks are going to be the better team, or San Francisco is going to be a better team on Sunday. And that's what it comes down to. Hey, Devin, from this perspective of, uh, of a fan or as a guy who has to you know, talk about the, the Seahawks and the 49ers every day, we build up the rivalry aspect. We build up the divisional aspect of it. When you guys look at a divisional opponent, does that take on some extra juice as well? Or is it, hey, this is the next team on our schedule, and that's why this game is so important? Uh, I, think every, I think everybody's different. Um, yeah. But uh, for the main part, 
uh, in reality, you know, those you are going to see those guys twice a year, and you know, there's not much that you're gonna. It's not much that you, they don't know already know about you. You know what I'm saying? These these rivals been going on before we were even here. So I mean, McVeigh been there. You know, Coach Carroll's been here, so they know each other, and that's what it, that's what it stems to. You know, their past relationship and their history within this matchup. So. You know, it's nothing new. It's nothing old. It's nothing that's going to happen, you know, miraculously. You know, it's just, like I said, just a better team on Sunday. Devin Bush with us here on Wyman and Bob. Uh, can you take me back through the, the Cowboys game for you? Because uh, all of a sudden, Jordan Brooks gets hurt. You're into the game. What's that like to have to have that mid-game adjustment? Oh, okay, now it's my time. Yeah, um, it's a quick turnaround. <laughs> it's a super quick turnaround. I mean, you got to go out there. I mean, that was my first time ever repping with those guys. You know, it was actually in game. So being able to just to, you know, feed off those guys and get in and, and be able to, to, you know, fill in that void and, and not have any, any lapses or any drop offs or any late reads or anything like that, you know, it was a challenge. Um, you know, obviously something we got, uh, I got, I got through, but we didn't get the win, which I was pretty hurt about. But, you know, I was able to step up when they needed it. Yeah, what what are the challenges of getting in like that and against an offense that is so explosive that you know it's not going to maybe come out and run the ball out that Dak Prescott yeah. he he was passing he was passing all game mm-hmm. so when you step in the middle of a game like that what are the challenges of okay I'm going to be tested probably yeah the challenges um, just catching the rhythm of the game uh, figuring out of course like you said they're passing but it's you know it's different when you watch on the sideline it's different for me when you're actually in there uh, just to figure out you know. What are they? What are they? What are they going towards? You know, what are they thinking about when they get in these different formations? What are they trying to do in these different formations, and who are they trying to get the ball to? So it's a whole bunch of things that you kind of got to, you know, digest in about two or three, four plays. Hey, Devin, had you crossed paths with Bobby Wagner at all before you uh, arrived in Seattle? Uh, I spoke to him a couple times, but nah, not not nothing like face to face. So what uh, what have you learned since getting here, since now you know going through practice with them, and then since playing with them? What have you kind of picked up from Bobby Wagner? Uh, believe the hype, <laughs> believe the hype. Uh, you know he's a he's a super consistent guy. Um, I think I think that's what his biggest his biggest asset is. Is he's just he's just you know he's just knocking off. You know he's just he's just checking boxes, knocking off boxes, and and just and just preparing for the week for Sunday you know you can tell he goes through his own process and he, you know he does the things that he needs to do to get ready to play on Sunday and uh, you already know what you're going to get out of that guy you know you know he he's going to be there to make those cleanup tackles he's going to be there on the hashes protecting digs and and playing checkdowns so i mean he's one of those guys where you kind of just like all right let him do what he got to do cuz you already know what he's going to bring to the aspect of the game and how how does he set the tone in the locker room or who who have you kind of learned from in the locker room you know, in a situation like this, where it, it's a tough stretch right now, it's a really tough schedule, three losses in a row. Who have been the guys that have kind of said, "All right, you know, this is what we have to do to get focused again"? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I don't think it's one particular guy. I think it's just, you know, just the overall feeling you get when you're in the locker room. You know, you, if you walk in the locker room, for instance, and you know, you barely see anybody, or you see people on their phones, or you know, see people doing things other than you know what this building is made to, made for. You know, obviously you can be like, okay, what's going on? But if, you know, you come in the building, you know, you see guys getting treatment. You see guys doing, you know, extra work on the side. see guys in the weight room, you know, see guys up in the meeting room. And, you know, it definitely lets you know that guys are, are moving forward and trying to find small ways to be better or even just sticking with their consistency of what they've been doing throughout this whole year and, you know, how they prepare. Uh, Devin, all right, the most important question before I let you go. 
I'm sure it's been a fun few weeks for you with your uh, Michigan Wolverines. Have you had some yeah. opportunity to brag to some other guys around the locker room, especially yeah, sure. after the game against Ohio State? I know you got mm-hmm. a rookie there from Ohio State. Maybe you had to give it mm-hmm. to him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know how it is. You know, they come up and, oh, it isn't that. Yeah, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You know, you're not going to really got to say too much. You know, at the end of the day, the game got to get played, and you're already seeing what happens. So there's nothing more left to be said about that. Okay, well, what are you looking forward to? I mean, it's going to be a big New Year's Day for uh, you as a Michigan alum, and I know there are a couple of Huskies alums in there as well. Are you guys mm-hmm. going to find some time to, to watch those games and maybe have some bragging rights again if it is Michigan and Washington playing for a national title? For sure. For sure. You know, I'll be tuned in. You know I will. All right, Devin. Well, we appreciate you taking the time with us. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. All right. Thank you. There you go, Devin Bush in our Seahawks player spotlight presented by Quantum Fiber.